welcome back to the Yellow Box Podcast. This week, we're joined by our lead pastor, Dave Ferguson, as we continue our series, The Power of One. For more information, please visit us at www.communitychristian.org. And remember, you can always find us on Sundays at the Yellow Box at 9.30 a.m., 11.15 a.m., and 5 p.m. We hope to see you there. All right, good morning, everybody. How we doing? Good, all right. I like it, I like it, I like it. I'll tell you, here's where I want to start. I want to start by, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a few logos on the screen. And I think these are very recognizable companies, okay? And in a moment, I'm going to ask you to just kind of shout out, okay? Shout out, what's the, what's the one, what's the, what's one thing or the main thing that they have in common, okay? Main thing they have in common. See, we'll see, see how we're doing this, okay? So here's three logos, let's do it. So we got, uh, we got Disney, we got Apple, and we got Amazon, Okay. Now, does anybody know the one thing that these three all have in common? Besides being multi-billion dollar companies, yes, that would be true, okay. Anybody else? Give me a little something. They're all on your iPhone. I guess that's probably accurate. Anybody else? Customer focus. Okay, I can tell this is not going to be a very successful quiz. <laughs> but you're right again. Um, I'll tell you what, here, here, here's, here's the thing. Here's what they all, they all had in common. Did you know that everyone, each of those three, okay, each of those three were started in a home. They were all started in a home. Walt Disney started what is now the highest grossing media conglomerate in the world in a one-car garage of his uncle Robert's home. Jeff Bezos, who started, you know, Amazon, the largest on-time, uh, online retailer in the world, started in his Bellevue, Washington home. And we got a little picture here for you there. Stephen Jobs, look at this. That's where it all started, right there. Doesn't exactly look like, doesn't exactly speak multi-billion dollar, that ranch, does it? Each of these companies had this incredible beginning, a very simple beginning, humble beginning in a home. And I think what happens is we kind of, we interact with these, with these companies so often, uh, these massive brands so regularly, we forget that they started very small. And I'll tell you, there, there's something about stories like those that just kind of get my blood pumping. And I, think, I think partly, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's partly kind of the way I'm wired. Even though I'm, even though I'm a pastor by profession, I think there's a part of me that's actually kind of an entrepreneur. You know, I kind of, I love, we love starting new things for God's kingdom. But I think there's also something that's true about all of us and it's true about me. And that is, we want to be part of something that has a significant impact. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to start with that. And I think that maybe will help you understand my intrigue and my heartfelt passion for the church. And I mean God's church. Do you know where the church started? I'm talking about the church that now has more than 2.2 billion people that are a part of it globally. I'm talking about the church that despite its flaws, who has been the greatest catalyst for educating the world in all of history. I'm talking about the church, and yes, it has faulty people, but it still is without compare as far as the greatest agent of compassion and care for the planet ever. I'm talking about the church that has the greatest mission, a far greater mission than than Disney, Apple, or Amazon, because its mission is to help people learn how to love God, which is life-changing, so that they can learn how to love other people. Know where the church started 2,000 years ago? If we go to the book of Acts, which is all about the early church, it says this. When the day of Pentecost, Pentecost, anybody know what that day was? Pentecost was the day when the church actually started, right? 
The day the church started was this day of Pentecost in Acts. Acts is a book about the church. It says they were all together in one place. I wonder what that place was. All of a sudden it says suddenly a sound like, like a, a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. And actually, if we go back and read the story, the Holy Spirit comes in and filled the whole, say it out loud. What's that word right there? Started in a house. The house where they were sitting. Had humble beginnings 2,000 years ago in a home. And our church, which is a part of that church, Community Christian Church, 28 years ago, the first, I mean, first real gathering of our church was in a, the living room of a Naperville home where we gathered together there and we dreamed of how could we be a place that would help people find their way back to God. And ever since then, okay, our church is a part of that church has strived to kind of help accomplish the mission. And so a year ago, we launched on this thing called the One Initiative. The One Initiative is the largest initiative in the history of our church. And we have to, there's two specific goals of this One Initiative, okay, to bring everybody kind of back up to speed. The first goal is this, that we would all, every one of us, will make a clear declaration, you know what, God is number one in my life. That God would actually work in us in that kind of a way. It would be a marker event like that. But then second of all, too, that as God worked in us, he would also work through us and we'd come together to help further his mission. And today's a big day because we're at the halfway point of this two-year initiative. And today is Commitment Sunday. And uh, a moment ago, Ian had you uh, go ahead and take out your commitment card. And if you haven't done that, I'd encourage you. There should be one either on your seat or in the, uh, in the, in the back of the seat ne- near you. And um, as you take a look at this card, and go ahead and hold on to it if you don't have it now. In about 20 minutes, I'm going to ask everyone, the whole family here, to go ahead and fill this out. Some of you are new to community. Uh, some of you are still deciding, okay, am I going to be a part of this, this mission? I would challenge you today, take a step of faith and make a one commitment for the last 12 months of this initiative. I'll tell you what, I want you to be able to experience, there's something that happens in people's life that, that you have to experience when you begin to become a more generous person, how God works in you. But I also want you to see how God's gonna work and be a part of God working through us. Now there's some of us, uh, well actually a whole bunch of us have made one commitments last year. And, and for some of us, I, I, I know the journey. It's not been easy. Things happen you didn't expect or didn't anticipate. Um, I wanna challenge you today. Let's determine, you know what? I'm gonna stay the course. I'm gonna finish strong. I'm gonna finish strong. And then there's other of us who we made one commitments and, and maybe in the last year, last 12 months, we've had an increase in our faith, maybe an increase even in our, in our finances. And we now kind of look at the number that maybe we put on here last year and said, you know what? That was a stretch then, but it's not a stretch. It's not really a sacrifice now. And God's actually calling you to a, to a bigger number and that's what it means for you to make him, God, him number one. All right, you hold on to that and be thinking about that. I wanna go back to the story. I've been loving this series that we're in. We're talking about Abraham. And over the last several weeks, we've been looking at this incredible story, this Old Testament story. It's based on the life of a guy named Abraham. And long before there was ever Disney, long before there was ever Amazon or Apple or even the church in Acts chapter two, what God does is God brings to life in the home of Abraham something that was gonna bless, he says, bless the entire planet, the entire world. If we go all the way back to the very first book in the Old Testament, Genesis, God asked Abraham, he says, leave everything familiar and I want you to set out on this journey. And then he makes Abraham a promise. Abraham, I'm gonna bless you with a family, a large family that's gonna bless the entire world. Now, 
Abraham's already an old guy. I mean, like a really, really old guy. I mean, he was like a, not just a great grandpa. I mean, he was like, I mean, he could have been like great, great, maybe great grandpa, right? And so all of this seems kind of unbelievable to him because they don't have any children. But here's what God says to him. He says this. He says, look at the sky, Abraham. Start counting the stars. Can you, can you do it? Because what you're doing is you're counting your descendants. You're gonna have a big family, Abraham. Let's, let's pause for just a moment here. Scientists tell us that in our galaxy, just in our galaxy, are 100 billion stars. 100 billion stars. Now, I don't know about you, but 100 billion children? Anybody here, anybody here like to have 10 kids? Any takers, 10 kids? No, no takers? Oh, we got one, one taker and 10 kids. Okay, very brave person there. 100 billion Okay, 100 billion. I, I mean, that's a lot of basketball practices, a lot of choir rehearsals. I mean, how many minivans do you get for 100 billion kids, right? Anybody got kids in college? Think about 100 billion kids, in, right? Some serious, some serious math you gotta do there. But here's, here's the deal. Abraham, they didn't think of it like that. Having kids and more kids was considered a blessing, not a burden, and so while this promise, I mean, it even seems crazy for God. Remember, Abraham and his wife, they're old, really, really old. They've never had any children. So they are so, so, so amped, so excited about this promise. Abraham turns 100. Sarah's 90. And God gives him a son, Isaac. It's this humble and small start in their home. But if we start there and then we fast forward centuries and centuries and centuries later, we finally get from the Old Testament all the way to the New Testament. We get to the New Testament and we get to this book of Hebrews. What we find in the book of Hebrews is the promise, okay, that was made way back then is starting to be fulfilled. It's starting to come true. Here's what it says in Hebrews. It says this. And so from this one man, Abraham, he, this is how old he was, right? As good as dead. I'm just reading it, people. Okay. As good as dead came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Wow. I mean, this really is, it's an amazing kind of story, remarkable story. Now, if you've been with us the last several weeks, you're going, okay, you're right, Dave, amazing story, remarkable story. Let's, let's, let's kind of bring it to, you know, 2017. What's this got to do with us? Well, I'm glad you asked. Here's what it has to do with us. Maybe you didn't catch this yet, but guess what? We are, okay, we are the stars in the sky there. We are the grains of sand on the seashore. Do me a favor, look to your right and look to your left. Go ahead, just look to your right and look to your left, okay? See those folks there? See those folks there? Good looking folks, right? Are you with me, right? We are God's promise family to Abraham. You and I, okay, we are that family. As we place our faith in the same God that Abraham placed his faith in, we become a part of this promised family. When we find our way back to God in Jesus, we become a part of God's family. Do you get this? I mean, this is pretty awesome stuff. We are now a part of God's promised family way back then to Abraham. In the same way, okay? Brothers and sisters, makes a little more sense now, doesn't it? Family. In the same way that great companies have values. We only heard some of them, I think. Like, for example, Disney. One of the values, if you go to look at Disney stuff, one of their values is storytelling. They're brilliant at storytelling. 
One of the values for, for Amazon is, uh, a, they call it customer obsession. Customer obsession. Um, one of the values for Apple, if you got an iPhone, you know this. They've, they found a remarkable way to blend both innovation and simplicity. Those are two values. Now here's the question, family, God's family, what are our values? As we continue to expand on this mission, what are our values? Well, the Apostle Paul, a guy who found his way back to God, starts with Father Abraham, and he begins to unpack what our family values are, okay, in a book he wrote called Galatians. Let's take a look at him. Here's what he says. He starts with Abraham. So also Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Understand then that those who have faith, say that word after me on the count of three. One, two, three. Faith are children of Abraham. So those who rely on faith are blessed, along with Abraham, who was a man of faith. Here's the first thing. If you count yourself as a part of God's family, okay, here's the first thing, that's a family value that we have. We live by faith. We live by faith. We are not, we are not people who walk by sight. We walk by faith. When God tells us to do something, we do it. When God points the direction, we move in that direction. When God tells us to do something, we do it. In the same way that God led Abraham on this journey, he leads us in a journey and we follow him, trusting him, obeying him in faith. I had a really fun conversation with my middle son, Josh, this week, and we kind of got philosophical. We're talking about changing the world. And he kind of pushed on me. He says, so what would you do? He's talking about changing the world, Right? And it seems simplistic, but it just kind of came to I said, you know what? If every person would wake up every day and hear from God and just do what he says, we'll change the world. If every person would wake up every day and then in faith, live by faith, do what God says, we could change the world. Are you with me on that? It's as simple as that, isn't it? It's as hard as that, but it's as simple as that. And so throughout the series called The One in This Show, we've been doing, we've been talking about, you know, we wanna make God number one. And to make God number one is simply this. It's a decision, you know what? Every day I wake up, I hear from God, and I do what he says. I walk by faith. And here's the thing. Today's just one of those awesome days where we get a chance as a family, not alone, but together, to demonstrate that family value. We live by faith. Here's a second value, another value. Okay, family values, if you're part of God's family, we are a home to everyone. We are a home to everyone. Paul goes on in that same, that same book in Galatians, he says this, so in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. There's that word, that first value. Now he's gonna move on to the second family value. For all of you who are baptized into Christ, you clothe yourself with Christ. And here's the deal, in my family, there's neither Jew nor Gentile. There's neither slave nor free. There's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Let me ask you this. Um, do, do you remember uh, growing up, I think this is probably true for most of us, uh, there was that one house or that one place that we'd all go and hang out. Did you have that? There was kind of like this one place, maybe it was your house, maybe it was a friend's house, maybe it was just some safe place in the community, but everybody would go there and there was something about that place and maybe it was even, oftentimes the people there and it felt, just felt the way, it just felt like home. It felt like home is supposed to feel. Here's the thing. God's family, when we get it right, it feels like home. 
Over and over again, I'll hear people, when they find their way back to God, and sometimes we'll tell their stories, they'll say, you know what, there's just something about when I came here, it just, it just felt like what? Home. When we get it right, it feels like home. All people from all backgrounds, all walks of life. You don't have to look the same. You don't have to act the same. You have to come from the same place. It includes everybody. In fact, you look. Look what Paul actually says. He, he punctuates here. He says, so in Christ Jesus, you are all, you're all, okay, family. We're all children of God. There's, and, he, he, and, he, and he gets real specific. There's no racial distinction. There's no social distinction. There's no gender distinction. We are all, he says it, all one, all one family. And so when we come together like this, and I love it too, because we have different locations and different neighborhoods all across Chicagoland. We come together, one of the things we've been putting on our social media, if you've been tracking with us, is this, this phrase here. Let's go to family win. You notice that? Hashtag family win. Because when I win, the whole family wins. When you win, the whole family wins. When we win, the family wins. Because we are all one. Family values. Here's the family values. Faith. We walk by faith. Here's the family values. We are home for everyone. Here's the third one. The third family value. We are a blessing. We are a blessing. It says this. He goes on in Galatians and he says this. He says, Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles. There's that value by faith. And announced the gospel advance to our father who started this whole thing back in his house, Abraham. And he says this. All the nations are going to be blessed through you, family. Through you. Here's the thing you can never forget. If you forget this, you, you lose perspective on everything. You have been blessed. All right, turn to the person next to you. Just turn to find two other people and say, hey, you have been blessed. Just to remind them, you have been blessed. You have been blessed. Don't, I'll tell you, when we forget that, we for, when we forget that the grace that we've received, the truth that we've received, the hope for eternity that we have, we have been blessed. And we've been blessed to be a blessing. And God wants to do something in us, but also he wants to do something through us. We're gonna reach people far from God. We're gonna store God's dream to the broken and the hurting and we're gonna reproduce that over and over. And everything we do is about helping people find their way back to God. That's his mission from the very beginning and it continues to be our mission. And see, this is who we are, okay? I want you to get this. I think this is really important. That your identity, okay, yeah, you're a child of God but your other identity is you're a part of the family of God and here's our values. Here they are, there's three things. We live by faith every day. We are a home for everyone. And you know what? And we, when we walk out those doors, we walk out those doors knowing we've already been blessed and we're going out there to be a blessing. And I guess that's why I kind of get fired up about a day like today because I think today is an opportunity for every one of us to put a stake in the ground and say, guess what? I'm a part of that family. And I'm gonna lock arms with the rest of the people here and I'm gonna show and live out those family values. And uh, so, I mean, I've been praying about this, this moment for our entire church family. And I'm gonna ask, um, I'm gonna ask all of you to be a part of this family. We're gonna ask you to, in a moment to actually come forward. You get a chance to put your commitment cards in these baskets. We got them up here. We also have them back there in different sections. So there's a lot of different places you can, you can do this. Um, but I'll tell you what, before you do though, um, I know I, I had some people had some questions about the commitment card. So I just want to be real clear about what we're going to do in just a moment together. Okay, so go ahead and take your commitment card, would you? I, I mean, kind of logistically clear about what we're doing. And, and understand, I think, first of all, what we're doing here, it matters. This is, this is not about budgets. 
or dollars and cents, and it'll accomplish those kind of things. But it matters to God because it's your declaration of making him number one. And I think it also, it also matters to a whole bunch of people we're gonna help around Chicago and around the world. Now, if this is your first commitment to one, you open up the card, go and open up your card there, okay? The first, right at the top there, it says, this is my first commitment to one. And you can go ahead and just check that box. If this is your first one, just check that box. And, the, and in, the, in, the, in the blank there, you'll put your total giving to community for the next year. And, this, and some people ask me about this. So this includes both what you're planning on giving and then you're going like, you know what? Here's my increase, what I was gonna give because of one. And then you put the grand total there, the total of your giving for next year. And, and one of the things that can kind of help you on the back, there's a, there's a gift chart there. Um, I, I'd encourage you, you're gonna have a few moments here. Let, let that really kind of inspire you and even challenge you. Uh, maybe there's a number on there that God has challenged you to, you never thought was possible. I mean, consider, maybe that's what it means for you to make God number one. And one of the, help, one of the things that, that I do is I'll take a look at this and I'll go like, okay, here's where I am right now. Now, what's it mean for me to make God number one? And then I'll just kind of go like, okay, well, maybe that's what it means for me to really make God number one in, your, my, in, in my life. So I'll tell you what, for those of you who are making, uh, the first time you ever made a commitment to one, you go ahead and check that first box. You put the total in there. And I'll, I want you to know, I am. I'm, I am genuinely excited because I think you're gonna get to experience some stuff you never anticipated God working through you. And you're gonna feel so excited about what, how God's working through us uh, together. And uh, last year, Sue and I made a commitment and it was the largest the largest commitment we've ever made. It was a faith-stretching kind of commitment, but I do not regret it one bit. It was probably the best money I spent. And um, I'll tell you what, just as an encouragement, because I know we got a whole bunch of people that'll be given for the first time. There's so many new attenders. Let's, let's just give a, a little encouragement to those people who are gonna be given for the first time. And just say, way to go, good job. Because I know it can feel kind of risky for people. Um, for those of us who made a commitment to one, last year, okay? And I'd be a part of that. Um, we'd encourage you to check this second box here. And then you can put, here's what my pledge amount was from last year. And then underneath that, okay, for the next 12 months, here's what I'm gonna do for the next 12 months. And there's two options. One, it says, I'm gonna confirm the commitment by finishing strong. I have talked to some folks where I know, you know what, this last year, things happened where you didn't anticipate. It wasn't easy. And as much as God gives you the faith, I'd encourage you going, you know what, you know what, I'm gonna stick to this, I'm gonna finish strong. And you just check that box. And there's others of us where um, we think about our commitment last year, and I think, and I put myself in this category, I think God's challenged me to increase it, which would be that, that last box. And maybe for some of you, it's like, no, I don't wanna just give out of my excess. Um, I thought what I was doing before was a sacrifice, but I think, I think there's a different number that's a sacrifice. Um, maybe you're, you're, you're going like, you know what? I think there's something I need to give up that matters to me for something that matters more to God. But whatever that is, if that's for you, then you go ahead and check that last box because I'm gonna increase my commitment to one. Overarching all of this, okay? All of this. My prayer for every one of you is that over the next few moments, and I'll, I'll give you real clear instructions about when to come forward, not quite yet, that you'll just kind of pray over this and you'll say, okay, God, it's all yours. You tell me what you want me to do. Okay, that God tells you what to do and then you do it. That's how you make God number one. You do it today and then you do it every day. Um, as you're thinking about this, I want you to hear from some of the other members of our family. Here's kind of some compilations of some of the things they've said. 
for a little while now I've gotten um, comfortable in my giving. And I think that with the One Initiative, it's gonna challenge me to give more. The One Initiative is gonna be something that's going to transform community as a whole. And prayer and, you know, really listening to what God wants me to do is, is gonna be key. Money can be a, 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 a topic that can, you can get wrapped around the axle real quickly on. Me, me, mine, mine, I gotta hold on to it for myself. I gotta make sure that I'm financially secure and stable and safe. But that's not, that's not what the Lord calls us to do, right? It's easier to live on what's left after, the, after what's been given than keeping it all for yourself and trying to, to manage that way. I remember we used to give. We'd show up and I'd throw, you know, five or ten dollars into giving back to God. And, you know, now I'm doing it online. When we got married and I started doing all the bills and I showed her what we were giving, her eyes kind of got <laughs> big. I said, yeah, because everything we have is from him. And I keep giving and he keeps giving back. So he's blessed us and it's our prayer that we can continue to bless others as well. This is the absolute most important thing, helping people and, and impacting people's lives, there's nothing better than that. There's nothing more important. Our finances went 100% into God's control with the One Initiative. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, for us, um, one of those moments where we finally said, uh, God's gonna control everything. Money, you know, house, business, and we put it all on his shoulders and it has just been, you know, literally just life changing. You know, we've been involved in so many aspects of community mm -hmm. and been shaped by it. Our family has been shaped by it. And we just know that things like that don't just happen. You mm -hmm. know, you need people who are willing to give generously to that mission, who believe in that mission. Yes, sometimes it can be a little scary when you say, you know what, I don't have a lot, how I'm gonna do that. But once you trust God, you're gonna see how he's gonna unfold all these blessings. And it's not even monetary blessings, it's your heart is gonna change. You know, your life is gonna change. We have been blessed uh, ever since we, we've started giving. We've just been blessed. Every time there's been a situation where we thought we were a little tight, God comes through. He has a plan. Uh, my responsibility is to use what I have and give what I have to his mission and then he will do the rest. He's here with you. He's gonna walk you through it and you're gonna be okay. And you are ultimately going to get closer to our Lord. It was like the more we gave, the more we wanted to give. And it was just yeah. a cycle of positivity and it's so freeing. It felt so great to finally see the rewards of that. And so just to be able to really truly put my trust in God and to uh, know that no matter what, it's all gonna be good. It's very freeing. Everything that we have is because of God. So I wanna pour back into helping other people find their way back to God in any way, shape, form that I can. Don't be afraid, I, 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 that's my advice, because I've been there. I've been there where I didn't have anything and I was afraid to give one dollar. Don't be afraid, because God knows what he's doing. All right, that's some of our family. And we're a family who lives by faith, who's a home for everyone, and we're meant to be a blessing, right? So um, as we prepare to make our commitments in a little bit, uh, the band's got a song they want to do for you, and uh, we're going to give you a few moments. Use this time to kind of pray 
and reflect. Um, go ahead and fill out the card. You can do that right now while the, while the band's playing. Uh, if you're here with your spouse, you can kind of huddle and, and talk to one another. Uh, go ahead and stay seated. I'll come back up in just a moment, and then I'll give you instructions where you can either go to those tables or the tables up here in just a moment. <laughs> 